In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On Easter, Christ conquered sin through his death and resurrection. Through baptism and faith, we participate in this dying and rising with Christ. In the early church, catechumens preparing for Christian initiation were brought into the church through baptism at the great vigil of Easter. The Sundays that followed Easter served as a time to teach the new converts how to live in light of their baptisms. In other words, how to live as Christians. Today has become known as Good Shepherd Sunday because in this morning's gospel, our Lord describes himself as the Good Shepherd. One of the primary metaphors the Bible uses to describe God is that of a shepherd. Perhaps the most famous portion of scripture is Psalm 23. For even those who have a passing knowledge of Judaism or Christianity are familiar with the words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. When the Bible turns and speaks of us, humanity, the image most used is sheep. Little sheep are sometimes synonymous with the idea of being cute. But the Bible doesn't use the term to denote lovability. It uses it to represent stupidity. It is not a compliment. It's an insult. Isaiah tells us that all we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have turned to our own way. Without a shepherd's guidance, sheep will die. When Jesus told the Pharisees in John 10 that he is the good shepherd, they knew exactly the claim he was making. His Jewish audience most likely knew the 23rd Psalm. They knew that God was the great shepherd of Israel who provided for all their needs. But the Pharisees also knew that the civil and religious authorities of Israel were referred to as shepherds. By claiming to be the good shepherd, Jesus is not only claiming to be God, but he is also giving an indictment to the failed leadership of Israel, past and present, including the Pharisees. Jesus had come to Israel to be the true shepherd of God's flock, he is applying the prophecy of Ezekiel 34 to himself, quote, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they are scattered. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Lord. Learning to live as a Christian means learning to live under the authority of the shepherd. Today's gospel not only tells us something wonderful about Jesus, but it also tells us that we are not in a condition to fully care for ourselves. We are his sheep, which means we must live in utter dependence of him. We must recognize our condition and his authority. Even though we just celebrated Easter, we just celebrated the conquering of sin 
and of death, we quickly fall back into patterns of sin. Do you know that sheep would walk straight off a cliff if there were not a fence to hold them in? When sheep eat grass, they will continue to chew in the exact same place when the grass is gone, eating dirt and will even starve to death. Even though there are greener pastures directly behind them, they need the shepherd to guide them. The disciplines we took up in Lent forced us to keep our eyes on Jesus, to see where he would lead. In Lent, most of us spent more time in God's word, more time in prayer, and more time in service to others. Now that we have entered back into the regular patterns of life, we may be less conscious of the spiritual battle around us. It is easy to think that we can fight the world, the flesh, and the devil on our own. But the reality is we are sheep. We go astray. We get off course. Though we like the idea of Jesus as our good shepherd, we treat him more as the great consultant. Sheep don't consult with the shepherd on which course of action to take. They follow where they are led. Jesus is the good shepherd because he gives his life for the sheep. His love for the sheep is so comprehensive that he will die for them. This leadership is contrasted with the hireling, a shepherd who is just in it for the money. In John 10, Jesus implicates the Pharisees as hirelings. They are Israel's poor shepherds who wound their own people. The hireling flees when a lion or a wolf or danger starts crouching at the door. The great danger in the Christian life is sin. In Genesis, just before Cain killed his brother Abel, the Lord warned him about his anger. Beware, beware, Cain. Sin is crouching at your door. The Good Shepherd's love for us is so boundless that when the threat is great, he lays down his life and becomes a sheep. Jesus conquered death by becoming our lamb. In the seventh chapter of the book of Revelation, St. John catches a glimpse of heavenly worship, where he sees a lamb seated on a throne. Revelation tells us that this lamb will shepherd and lead us to fountains of living water. During the week, we wander off into unknown pastures, but Jesus gathers us back each week at the Eucharist. This is a future and present experience of the Good Shepherd gathering the lost sheep from all nations around himself, where we feed upon the rich pastures and drink from the fountains of living water. Good Shepherd Sunday teaches us to place our hope in the only one who can care for all of our needs, Jesus Christ, the shepherd and bishop of our souls. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.